0: Tonight we read the Christmas story. Amen. It's beautiful. But as I'm reading it, something jumped out of me and the Lord said, talk about my violent peace. Yeah, I know. I'm like, huh. I didn't even understand it at first. And then I was like, where are you getting that to Jesus? And then reading back through the story again with fresh eyes, I was able to see something I've never seen before. I don't know about you. I've been in church for a while. Anybody? Lifers, you went from the womb to the pew like me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you've been in here for a while. And it sometimes can become old hat. But I want to fight that. Wanna fight that familiarity every time. Amen. So without forsaking tradition and without trying to just do something cool every year, you know what I mean? We want to walk in the way he would have us walk. And I noticed this in the the account of Luke. We already read it, um, but I'm going to read it in a different translation. In Luke chapter 2, verse 13 through 14, this is what it says. It says, after the shepherds were told by the one angel, just in that moment of the story, it says, then all at once in the night sky, a vast number of glorious angels appeared. The very armies of heaven. Everybody say, the armies of heaven. So right before this, one angel is talking to the shepherds, and then an army of angels shows up. All right, I don't know about you, but I would have probably a movement (laughs) occur. God would move me. In that moment. <laughs> and it would be quite frightening. The term here is heavenly hosts. And the word host there is the Greek term for an army in battle array. So don't think of just like maybe your, your nice Christmas picturesque, like, you know, babies with harps and stuff. Like these dudes were showing up, all right, to, they were ready to bang, they were ready to go to war. An army. The very armies of heaven. And they all praise God singing. So not only just an army, but an army singing. Have you ever heard like the Marines or the army or any of them singing? It's pretty intimidating. I don't know about you, but like it's powerful to hear a bunch of like warriors doing the musician thing. Right? Doing the singing thing. The armies of heaven, they all praise God singing. Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. Amen? Imagine the scene. They're not saying it. They're singing it. I wish we could get that melody. I don't know. Like, could we download that from the J Cloud? That would be great. If we could just plug in and anyway, maybe we'll hear it one day. But here's some. This is what jumped out at me as I was processing this this year. Why did an army announce a peace? You know, typically if if it's peacetime... You don't send an army. You send an army to either start a peace, right, to, to give them a peace, you know, or to maintain a peace, right? But you don't usually send an army to announce a peace. And that just jumped out at me. And so for me, I'm just looking at the story, looking at, okay, God, usually we send an army to fight, but you sent an army to announce, to announce a victory. Why? Because a baby took its first breath. Is I don't know. I hope this isn't old news. Like the good news is never old news to me. I hope this isn't old news. I hope you're seeing this. That this army was singing of what I'm going to prove to you is actually a violent peace. And that violent peace was unleashed on the earth through the battle cry of a babe's first breath. Amazing. Talk about an upside down kingdom. Like Pastor Scott mentioned in his prayer. Like this is how he chose to do it. The Greek word used in this passage is irene. Irene means peace in the Greek. And that means to join together or to tie into a whole. To bring all the parts together and have wholeness. All right. However, the Hebrew word is shalom. And I would like to submit to you that the Hebrew understanding bears more weight to a bunch of Hebrews. Right. Hearing of a peace. Amen. So let's step into that reality. I want to show you in... The Hebrew word pictures what this word peace actually means, and you judge for yourself whether it's violent. Okay, I think our idea of peace we think, Oh, peace on earth, you know, we're all singing and like, Yay, and you know, nobody's doing anything weird, and it's all good, no one has any doubts, no one has any confusion. That's not shalom. Yes, it means wholeness, and the ultimate form of that in heaven is everything as it should be, right? Amen. But this announcement here came in the midst of great turmoil, pain. I mean, the birth of Jesus sparked a lot of controversy. All right? I mean, really difficult things went down. If you read the story, like Herod, he, he did away with all the babies who were two and under. to try Because he was tricked by the Magi. This story is riddled with turmoil. And they're announcing a peace. For me, it's important to understand what they meant. So let's break it down really quick. The first letter of shalom is shin. I might be saying these wrong, but that word literally means a tooth. It's a tooth. It means to consume or destroy or the divine presence of God. <laughs> Used for both. It's like, oh, we want your presence. He's like, you sure? You want me to break out the teeth? <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're like saying, God, show your teeth, you know? <laughs> Amazing. This is the Hebraic understanding of that word, okay? The next one is lamed, and it means a shepherd's staff. But that means to prod or urge forward. Or it means a leader, okay? And then vav, which means a nail, which means to bind together something or in, in essence just binding. And the last one is mem, and that means water. But water in the Hebrew understanding usually meant chaos, A mighty chaos, like the spirit was hovering over the chaos, over the deep in Genesis, amen? Are you following me? You put this together, here's what you get. This word shalom means the divine presence of God which binds the leaders of chaos. That's why you send an army. Because an army was announcing a violent peace. That because of a baby born... The divine presence of God has come to bind the leaders of chaos. A separate definition could be this. And I like this one even a little bit better. The spirit that destroys the authorities of chaos. Glory to God in the highest. For the spirit that destroys the authority of chaos and a good hope has come. Come on now. A violent peace. A violent peace. The truth is the rulership of Jesus is not all... Butterflies and rainbows. It is designed to bring down every agent of chaos. You understand the authority of Jesus is not here for you to have a better day. It's here to break stuff. All right. It's here to break down every chaos agent in your life. Every spirit that's coming against you. This is a violent peace they announced. Listen to this in Isaiah 9, 6-7. This is a very familiar passage. It says, for unto us a child is born. This is one of the messianic prophecies. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Shalom. Prince of peace. Prince of the spirit that destroys the authorities of chaos. Does that change it for anybody? I just want peace. I just want peace. Are you sure? Because he's coming for you, bro. His government and his presence that destroys the authorities of chaos, there will be no end to it. Powerful. His rulership actually displaces and replaces the authorities that bring confusion, that bring chaos, that bring destruction on the earth. There's so much going on here. But I just want you to take this with you, that the rulership of Jesus is here to bring down every agent of chaos. This is why his ways are the best ways. When he calls you to do something, he's not trying to be a buzzkill. He's not trying to ruin your party. He's trying to start one. <laughs> okay. He's trying to start one. And it starts with the chaos agents being displaced and being replaced. That's the peace that an army showed up to announce. That's the prince of peace we're talking about tonight. Not only that, the presence of Jesus brings stability. Stability. Where there was none. So it's not just the displace, it's the replace. And that thing, his presence, his rulership, it, it brings stability. You've heard this verse, you know, First Corinthians fourteen thirty-three It says, God is not a God of what? Confusion, but of peace, right? And a lot of times we use that to say, well, see, God isn't going to do anything confusing. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh-uh. A friend of mine, Daniel Dodd, once said this, and I'll always quote it. He says, God is not a God of confusion, but he is a God of nonsense. It's not always going to make sense to your brain. I don't want a God I can fit in my brain. I can remake it. That's called an idol. Come on. He's other. He's outside. And he says, I'm not a God of confusion, but of peace. And that word confusion in the Greek is actually this. Are you ready? It's instability. I am not a God of instability. I'm not unstable in my ways. I'm not going to bring you into instability. I'm going to give you shalom. Along the way, that shalom might manifest different than you're expecting. Hello? But it's to give you sure footing. It's to bring stability to your life. So the rulership of Jesus brings down every agent of chaos. It also brings stability where there was none. Amen? Come on, this is good. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm getting excited. His peace is what brings stability because it destroys the authorities that are bringing confusion. Does that make sense? Connecting this. His gift of peace also keeps us not just in a stable place where nothing goes wrong, but in a place of courage. He doesn't just want you in sure footing, He wants you to have a launching point. He wants you to lean forward. The kingdom of God is advancing violently. And the violent take it by force. So there's supposed to be this courage that rises up when his peace comes in. This is out of John 14, 27. This is straight out of the words of Jesus. He said, peace I leave with you. Again, shalom I leave with you. Wholeness because I tore everything down and I replaced it. Shalom I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Meaning, let's see how you do with it. And then I might take it back, right? That's how the world gives, right? The Romans 11.29 says that the gifts and calls of God are without repentance. They're irrevocable. That means when he gives you something, he's not taking it back. No matter how poorly you use it. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? I don't know. That comforts me. I don't know about you. It makes me feel better. All right. He says, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Why? We are not to yield to fear because he is the one binding and destroying the leaders of chaos. It's his job to bind and to destroy. We are here to receive an announcement. We are here to hear an angel singing, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, shalom and a good hope unto men. We're here to hear the announcement. The the angel armies announced that God has come. Get this. God has come to tear down and destroy every authority that brings chaos to the race of men. Come on. The angel army is like, it's go time. There's a baby. (laughs) I know, it might not fit in your brain. It's kind of not the way I would do it. If I were God, I would just, you know, send the angels to start kicking tail, right? Not to announce, like, don't use those guys to announce, use them to do this stuff. That's just, but thank God I'm not God, amen? And thank God you're not God, thank God. (laughs) But I want to declare this to you tonight. I want to declare to you that God is still releasing his peace to the human race. I want to declare to you that that announcement is still reverberating through the the eons, through the ages. I've been to the field where they think it happened. It's electric, y'all. You know, not like the song, you know, but it's electric. It's like in the air still. It's like you could like scoop it with your hands. I don't know. You got to come with me. I don't know. We'll go. God is still releasing his spirit that destroys the authorities of chaos right now. And that's good news that's what we're celebrating a prince of peace being born so whatever is in chaos god's divine presence is available to bind it and bring destruction upon the source of instability i'm going to say it again whatever's in chaos in your life this season can be chaotic anybody can be pretty hectic, especially for church folk. It's like, we have 5,000 things to do, you know. Let's get really busy. I don't know. It's like, we tend to overdo it sometimes. But whatever is in chaos in your life, God's divine presence is available to bind it and bring destruction upon the source of instability. If your family is in trouble right now, we're celebrating the God that destroys the authorities of chaos if your finances are in ruin right now, we're celebrating the birth of a rescuer who brings what is broken into wholeness. If your dreams are destroyed and you have nothing to hope for, we're celebrating King Jesus who will birth his everlasting hope in your heart because every foul spirit... Every chaos agent, every demonic stronghold that's come against you is now defeated by his presence. That's the announcement. It's declared over you. It's declared over every age. It's a prince of peace. This is a violent peace. And it's taking no prisoners. It's taking no prisoners. You're like, that's not for me. Too late. An army already showed up. You got to pick a fight with them. If you're like, no, nah, I'm good, or it doesn't apply, you take it up with the heavenly hosts, okay? They were singing. I don't know about you, it would be unnerving, unnerving to me. They got weapons and they choose to sing. <laughs> Just, it was, I mean, it is a weapon, I understand spiritually, but in the natural, like, what is going on? <laughs> this is a violent piece. What did they say? They said, glory. To God in the highest realms of heaven. I want you to get this in your spirit. Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. I don't know about you, I'd say it's a good idea to receive that, to receive it in a new way, a deeper way. Amen.